What follows is a teaser for season one of Reclaim Detroit, a Vampire the Masquerade audio drama from the mind of Ray Stacanus. Reclaim Detroit will debut in July 2022 wherever you get your podcasts. For more information, go to at Vampire Detroit on Twitter. And now... There's some weirdo Satanist out there or something that you might have heard of? I mean, there are, but this doesn't sound like one of them. This is Detroit, 1996. For a long time, the savage Sabbath vampires held claim to this area. That is, until four years ago when McMasters and his Camarilla group infiltrated the city and then kicked their asses out. I still can't believe your clan lets you call yourself Tory. There are no rules for us anymore. We are who we want to be. Right now, I want to be Tori. It's a little audacious, though, isn't it? Hey, audacious is my middle name. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is it? Why am I in the back alley of this gin joint? It turns out that the best way to gain knowledge is to invite the city to your secret club and film them the entire time that they're there. Who knew? <laughs> I work for you Camarilla folks, too. But you also work for them. It's an underground gothic club for kindred. The lady would prefer tiki torches and Christmas lights? Some loudmouth drunks thought it would be fun to break in my domain and cause trouble tonight. They were wrong. tuned in to the podfather of Dade County, Delvin Cox, and the Delvin Cox Experience. Welcome to the Delvin Cox Experience, the podcast in which each week I'm on a one-man mission to unite our culture through diversity. I'm your host, Delvin Cox. In this episode, we got a special guest, long-awaited guest. I guess highly, highly anticipated. Can I say that? Sure, if you want to. Okay, I will say it. Highly anticipated guest. Pump my tires, Delvin. It sounds good. I, I have so many questions for him, including where the fuck he got this name from. <laughs> so, with no further ado, or without further ado, I guess they say, we have Mike from the Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks podcast slash radio show. How you doing, Mike? Oh, Delvin, I'm so great. Okay. I, I, I am like the the poster boy for di- diversity too so I, yes yes i fully agree with that i like your shirt you're looking handsome today like the you. shades you're doing good good shape yeah. you know you know these uh these sunglasses my, my wife makes fun of me because i wear them inside uh they they, they don't have much tint to them uh but they're they're, they're kind of pleasant okay i like that like the uh, song what's that song i think it was cory hart I wear my sunglasses at night. Yeah. 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 I just, I wear these pretty much all the time when I'm at home. Uh, They just have a little bit of tint to them. And, and, you know, it's just, it it doesn't, uh, doesn't offend my senses. I probably look like a douche, but I'm in my own home, Delvin. I like it. 
I have a secret that I don't tell. Well, people should know this if they know me. These are transitional frames. Oh. So oh, they get dark when you go outside? Yes, they get pitch black when, they, when I go outside, and they lighten up when I come inside. And for months, people who knew me didn't know that. They just thought I was changing fucking glasses. Ah. <laughs> they were like, oh, your glasses change color outside. I'm like, yes, that's how transitional frames work. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Yeah, they weren't I, that expensive, surprisingly. If you told me transitional frames, I, I'd think that you were talking about like the the, the bifocals that like you. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not wearing no shits. <laughs> like, if I have to wear bifocals, I, I, I'm getting to that point where like, yeah, you might might as well just fix my eyes. Like, I'm not. Well, those those things look ridiculous. I'm not doing that. Yeah, they tell you, hey, you got to wear these big ass glasses. Nah, okay, let's 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 nip this in the bud right now. Let me get the surgery. How I resist. I resist. The wearing glasses for a really long time. I was I was mostly blind for probably like five or six years. Uh, and I got to a point where I wasn't passing driving tests. And oh, I was like, oh, maybe it's time. I wore I've had glasses my whole life. Well, except in high school, I wore contact lenses because I wanted yeah. to be cool. Yeah. And it, people kind of made fun of it because they were like, you went from Steve Urkel to Stefan Urkel. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I I went out and bought a shitload of contact lenses because I thought that I would do it. And people tell me you just got to keep up with it and eventually you'll get used to it. But I, I couldn't get used to it. I wear them and they'd hurt my eyes. And I'd be like, I'm, I'm going to get used to this. This sucks. Yeah, it takes a while to get used to. Oh. Once you get used to it, it's cool. And I have some now. I just don't feel like getting used to it. Like, fuck this. Yeah, I think they expire at some point. I have had them for you. They're probably expired. Think they last like a year or maybe two, I want to say. Oh no, they're still in the package. Yeah, I think in the package they last like a year. Yeah. Well, now I'm curious if they're expired. I, I'll, I'll I'll let you know later. I'll go look. Oh, perfect. All right. As always, we like to start the podcast off at the five for five. Oh, five we're start, questions. We're starting. <laughs> five questions. Five asked to get the ball rolling. Mike, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Got tangled up in my cord. Sorry. One of the, this is a rarity. Okay. Someone actually sent in a couple of questions for the five for five. I have a pretty good idea who it was. I'm, I'm let, after I ask you the questions, I'll let you guess who it is. Okay. The first question. Question number one is when you are recording your podcast, where do you keep your wallet? Uh, I, I am at my house. So my wallet is uh just wherever i leave it probably on my dresser in my bedroom uh, oh interesting mine just happens to be right next to me because i rushed down here because i, I thought you were ready i rushed down here and i just grabbed my wallet <laughs> it's, it's literally right next to me usually i keep it in the drawer but it's right next to me because i was taking a shower and like i don't i don't my wallet's always next to me when i'm taking a shower now nah, yeah is your wallet next to you while you take a shower yeah it's, it's in my my pants I probably shouldn't tell people that. Now somebody's going to try to rob me. They're going to go straight straight to the bathroom. I'm taking my shower. You have people in your home that you're suspicious of that you want to keep your wallet around? There's uh, nothing uh, in my wallet. I mean, like, you know, if my credit card goes missing, I'll just cancel my credit card. I mean, I don't, like, carry cash. Mike, I will not answer. I, I, I plead the fifth on that question. Okay. I don't wanna, but but I, I have had a situation where money had ended up missing out of my wallet. And all it took was one time, like, nah. Not again. <laughs> Never again. So I've been paranoid ever since that moment. And it wasn't even a lot of money. It was like $10, $20. But that's not the point. It's the principle behind it. Delvin, I've been asking the wallet question uh, to uh, musicians and stand-up comedians and stuff uh, for, for probably about uh, 10 years now. And it's really kind of interesting. Like, you wouldn't think it would be. But the the variety of answers, most people... Like when they're on a stage or something, do not carry their wallet on them. Uh, they, like they, oh. they want to, they want don't want their pockets to look uh, bulky. They they want uh, you know like a streamlined. Uh, they want their ass to look good. You know, I get it, but I'm not doing that shit. Like I need, like what happens if your wallet get missing? Like hey, no. Yeah, no. They they all leave it backstage. They want their ass to look good. It's important to people. My uh, ass don't look that good that bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh uh. -uh. Uh -uh. I mean, almost never has someone said, yes, I keep my wallet on me. Almost never. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Question number two. Okay. 
Does anal feel like pooping? And with that question, I'm guessing you can figure out who asked these questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's, an, that's another uh, question. Whenever people ask for questions, that's the question that I ask. Um, I, I don't know. I, I've been searching for the answer uh, my whole life, Delvin. Uh, I, I would imagine it probably could. See, I'm trying to figure this out. Yeah. Would it feel like pooping for the woman? The the, the receiver of the anal. Yes. So Certainly not the giver of the anal. That exactly. Be- so you would have to ask the receiver. Yeah. Of the anal. That's correct. The right. woman or the man, depending on right. the relationship you're in. So that may be where you're going wrong at. Right. Have you asked anyone who was a receiver yet? Well, women, but yeah, do, no, 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 nobody wants to answer. Nobody that, wants to. Answer. That's the problem. You have to ask a gay man. Yeah, and they'll they'll let you know because uh, I mean everybody's pooped. Yeah, uh, but not everybody has received anal sex. That is correct. That Maybe is there's someone cool. in your audience that can finally answer it. Um, I may know a couple people who can answer it. They definitely want to answer on the podcast. <laughs> I can ask them for you and yeah. see what they say. Yeah, if they if they let you know privately, please let me know because uh, I will ask them. I'm just curious. Well, well, then I would have to. I would also have to ask them another question. But I'll I'll, I'll tell you about ask that question. Tell you about that question offline. Okay. Okay. Because they have to be a certain. Well, I can tell you say it. They have to be either a top. No, they have to be a bottom. If I'm correct, that's how it you works. Be a bottom. Yeah. Yes. The, the top, they can eat whatever they want, but the bottoms, they have to watch themselves so they don't make a bunch of poop. That's correct. I so, learned that from Postmates. Postmates? Yeah. They had a bottom-friendly menu. That's the thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I think it was sushi was good and just like things that uh, dissolve in water. So like probably popsicles. Popsicles would be fine. But you don't want to eat like a pizza because then it'll make a bunch of poop. And then when a guy, you know, has anal sex with you he'll get his uh wiener all messy that is a fascinating thing i didn't realize that was a thing at postmates yeah yeah postmates they well it was for pride month i think it was a promotion go to postmates then yeah i i would have never thought of that like i would have never been like hey let me make this menu of things that people should get just in case they want to try anal sex yeah just to make it cleaner yeah i guess that makes sense makes sense it seems like a lot of preparation. I, I would just think that poop is part of it. At some point, I would too. Yeah, I, I would think. Like, okay, I'm gonna put my penis where poop comes. It's probably gonna get messy. We just got to get past that. We, we just yeah. Just yeah. try to be as clean as possible. But you know, it may. It's gonna be. It's a possibility. It's on the table. I would think. Yeah, I'm mean, like you. Just got to be accepting of it. You just got to say, yeah. okay, I get it. We're doing the thing, and there's a chance that this might happen. And if it does, we'll just we'll deal with it. Yeah, I, I <laughs> not to get you more explicit. I think the same thing would come when you know guys who eat ass. Yeah, they, they, you have to. It's a certain risk you take with that that you know. Okay, this is a possibility, especially if it's like later on in the evening. You know, yeah. like after dinner. Yeah, you know. You have to kind of take, you're taking that risk. So you kind of like, hey, okay. It's kind of on you at that point. That's the best way to describe it. I mean, you know, not all encounters happen right after you both get out of the shower. Correct. Sometimes you've been out dancing and you want to impress a lady and give her your good moves. Yeah. And things might be sweaty. Things might be weird. Yeah. I'm definitely a good moves guy on the first date. There you go. Because I feel like you need to go all out on the first date, if you like them at least, so you can get a second date. Yeah. That's food for thought for those who need to, who are, who are in the dating game nowadays. There you go. Something for you to learn. All right. Yeah, question I've, number three. I've been with the same person since I was 19, Delvin. So You're a lucky know. man. <laughs> Mine's left me a long time ago. <laughs> Not the person to ask about, uh, you know, uh, uh fucking after going dancing that's that's not me that's not yeah. my activity. you you've been fortunate that you've only had to go out there until you were the tender age of 19 you found one you liked and you stuck with her 
There you go. Smart man. Question number three. What is the dumbest thing you ever done as a kid, Mike? Dumbest thing I ever did. Uh, wow. We used to do a lot of dumb things. Uh, I, I do have a go-to story about uh, my youth. Uh, I, I went and we purchased uh, 12 bottles of Hunt's ketchup. Uh, and we drove around at Christmas time and stole the baby Jesus out of nativity scenes and replaced them with bottles of ketchup. <laughs> 12. My, my friend, he had a, a big blue minivan. He was like a couple years older than so I was probably 14 at the time. And he had just gotten his driver's license and his mom gave him the big blue minivan. And we just went around and we fucked up. So we probably should have been caught many times. We never were, which probably wasn't good. We probably should have been caught. This uh, sounds like some shit the Riddler would do. <laughs> so we have these 12 baby Jesuses and we took all of the baby Jesuses and put them in one nativity scene. So one nativity scene had 13 baby Jesuses, the original one and 12 more. Uh, which we would imagine would be like a Christmas miracle. You go out in the morning and there's yes. baby Jesus. That's, that's, that's a special. blessing. Yeah. What do you do with them all though? Do you, do you continue to put them out every year? You don't throw them away. You can't throw, you can't away. throw away baby Jesus. That's, Maybe, that sounds gonna, bad. You can't do yeah, that. Nowadays, I guess you'd probably like put the baby Jesus on next door and say, Hey, if your baby Jesus is missing, we have a few extra. Yeah. I would think something like that. I wouldn't throw them away. But what do you do if you come out and you look for baby Jesus? You see a bottle of fucking Heinz ketchup. No, not Heinz. It was Hunt's. Even worse. It was Hunt's ketchup. Yeah, we got it at the uh, the Dollar Tree, I believe. Yeah. Uh, not they, a good they ketchup. Even, yeah, Hunt's is, isn't even good ketchup. And, and like if if a if a psychopath put it out in my front yard, I'm not going to use it. I'm going to throw. Yeah. You're not going to use it. That it might be cursed. Yeah, I would think so. Like, if you're a very religious person, you put baby Jesus in your nativity and you come back and it's red ketchup, you're like, what in the world is happening? Delvis, uh, do you, you you might not be too familiar with uh, the band Disturbed, right? Uh, Down with the sickness, you know, Disturbed? I know I've heard Disturbed. I have not heard the song before. In the early days of the internet, they had this thing called Street Teams where you could sign up and they would send you promotional items to what they wanted you to do is they wanted you to go to concerts and like give them up out outside of concerts. Or I was a part them. of a street team at one point. Oh, I was too. I was on the disturbed street team. I, I helped uh, promote the band Papa Roach Delvin. Oh, that's cool. But uh, disturbed sent me 2,400 cassette singles. Uh, in this huge, like 60 pound box. And I had nothing to do with them. I didn't go to concerts. I didn't have friends to give them to at school. So I just had 2,600 copies of this cassette tape that I signed up for on the internet. Uh, they wanted me to promote the band, but I, I had no way of doing it. I didn't have <laughs> We drove around in the, in the big blue minivan and just like chucked these cassettes at pedestrians. <laughs> probably for like three months we, we just I, I mean like we weren't looking for target demographic people who would like to start we were just looking for anyone and then we were throwing cassette tape we were dickheads we're bad people Delvin. I, I i shouldn't be telling these stories i should tell you that like i did really good stuff but i wasn't as an asshole i probably still am an asshole this sounds like something you would see in like a a movie yeah. But I don't, I don't want to be an asshole. Yeah. I got, but then I'm like, what am I going to do with the disturbed tapes? And that's what I did. So You could have just gave them out to anybody. To who? Like go to the grocery store? And grocery store? Your school? Yeah. Anybody. Was work. I'm not doing that. That's what I did. Like I, I, I want to say it was DJ Clue. He wasn't. You were, you were an ideal uh, street team person. I was not. Yeah. I, yeah. I had a friend who was like, hey, we got to give out these DJ Clue mixtapes. This was like in the 90s. 
He said, so he call South Beach, give them out. And if you give them out, you get some swag. So I gave them out. We didn't get paid for that shit. That's crazy. Now I think of all that goddamn work and you getting paid. I, I think that, like, you just, you, uh, at, at the end of it, you just get the feeling that you're cool. You have the inside source. Yeah, that's kind of what it was. I didn't feel cool after I did it. I was like, oh, this is that's fine. I got, some, I got cool shirts and stuff, but like, yeah. Right. Could have just paid for the shirts. <laughs> With all the work I did, I could have paid for these shirts myself. Right. I had a real goddamn job. <laughs> out here four hours giving out damn Desert Storm DJ Clue mixtape. <laughs> idiot was i i just thought about that put that on a resume that you uh you, you were in promotions for a brief period of time yes looks really good what i was i was probably like 16 i want to say yeah, yeah probably about that age all right question number four what is the most addictive potato chip addictive yes have you had those poppables delvin I, I think that counts as a potato chip. I have had those. I've had, they have an apple cinnamon one I've had, and I've had a cheddar cheese one. I'll polish off a whole fucking bag of those uh, poppables. You, you, you put those in. I'll tell you what, it's hard to not eat an entire tube of Pringles if you give them to you, too. Uh, Which one? Any of them. Uh, they, I had they had the hot ones ones the other day, and I got. I never tried those. They're too hot, Delvin. They're really, really hot. My son would probably love those. Then I went back and watched one of the the YouTube videos, and it was like the middle one. It wasn't even like one of the hot ones. And I was like, oh, I have a newfound respect for these people because it's like the Los Calientes or something. It's like (laughs) number five of ten. I was like, no, this is ridiculous. This. (laughs) I hate this, but <laughs> at the same time, I kept fucking eating them. Like I, I ate five to where I, my eyes were tearing up, but then I just ate more. And I was like, why am I doing this? Pringles are so good. Yeah. They are really good. I don't know what they put in those things, what type of methamphetamine they put in those type of things that make you just want to eat like the whole can, but damn, they're good. I, I think it's something about because Oreos are kind of the same way. Like, you know, there's there's like a three sleeves and it's yes. very particular to where you know, like you see just a couple left in there and like I could finish that. There might there be might it. be some kind of trick going on, like something subliminal. Did I say it? subliminal? I think you said it right. Yeah. Sublim- it. Sublimin? Is there now a beat? Now you messed it up. <laughs> you had it. Subliminal. You had it. Subliminal, yes. That, that's right. Yes. It doesn't sound right, but I think it is right. Yes, it's right. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Question number five, and this is people's question. Let's see how good you're out of this. Zombie apocalypse happening. Walking Dead style. So it's the slow zombies, not the World War Z zombies or nothing like that. Okay. You got to take five things to go out in the world and survive with. Anything you want. What are the five things you're taking? shit your family and pets don't count they automatically come with you unless oh, you don't you want them to come with you tools it could be tools it could be equipment it could be whatever you want it to be but the ideal is your house is not safe you got to get out of here and find a way to go survive in the world okay five things um so does, does food count no because I, I i assume you'll find food on the way oh yeah you got you got to see if if you go to find food though that's when you get into trouble. You watch all those fucking movies when they go out for supply runs. That's when you're fucked. Yeah, but you're eventually going to do a supply run anyway. You're gonna like, have, yeah, you're gonna you got to you got to eat. So, uh, Delvin, honestly, I'll, I'll probably just die. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> you're not even going to try to survive. No, I mean I will. Um. Okay. So what? What I have this? I, I've always thought this would be a great idea for the zombie apocalypse. I have one of those uh Ryobi pole saws. Yes, it's like a chainsaw on a pole that you can get like the high branches. Yes, I mean that'd be a good thing to have, right? They're great. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, because then you could you could you could get people or, or zombies like from from a distance. You don't have to get too close to them. I like that. That's a good idea. 
Maybe you could like fuck them up from like up in a tree. Yeah. How how good are you with that saw? I mean, I'd have to learn, I guess. I'm not good with anything. So, I mean, like you asked me how good I am with a machete, not. <laughs> I'm actually good with a machete and, a, and that saw. Pretty decent. I do a lot of yard work, so I'm decent with that type of stuff. Uh, okay. What else would I need? Oh, like a, like a helmet. A helmet. Yeah, need a helmet. Uh, like like a like a bike helmet. You know what I want? I want a bike helmet um, that has the fake mohawk on it because I've always thought those were cool and I wanted them. Okay, so you just want that for decoration? Well, I, I need a helmet, and that would be a cool one to have. Okay. Uh, you know what I? You know what I want? I want uh, those uh, those Healy shoes that the kids ride around in. The skating yeah. shoes? Yeah, yeah. I want those. Do you know how to skate? Yeah, for sure. I'm a hockey player, Delvin. Okay, okay. So we're, we're, that's good shape, then. You, you 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 move faster when you need to, but I think that like you could just walk normal when you need to, but then like you can I also so. a little bit. And there's times you got to run. Yes. I never find them in my shoe, my size though. They're for children, so I need an adult size pair of Healy shoes. I think they do have adult versions of those shoes. Um, I want a. Uh, a uh, like a like a CB radio. Okay. People still use those, right? Yeah, truck drivers. Yeah, with truck drivers. But like you know, in the zombie apocalypse, we're probably going to need CB radios to communicate with each other, right? I would think so. Yeah, that's a good pickup. Um, and uh, number five, a gun. A gun would be useful. What kind of gun? Shotgun. Like a AR fifteen. Like- one of those those ones that like uh you you wear the bullets, you know what I'm talking about? Like Rambo hat? Yeah, yeah, like a Rambo gun. Is that an M16? Like a Gatling gun, like one that you wear the bullets. Okay, at. Gatling gun's different. G- Gatling gun's the big long one that Arnold Schwarzenegger had, and um, was that Terminator Two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, one that it's just got a shitload of bullets because I, I'm I'm not gonna hit anything, so I need a lot of chance. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I need to do like a spray, uh, and and just take out whatever's in front of me somehow, because I, I I have no aim, uh, especially like you know if I lose my glasses or something, then I, then I'm just <laughs> that, that would be bad. You probably shoot half of your family. <laughs> no, they know to yell out the secret password, then I won't shoot them. I don't want to ask what secret password. Well, I'm not telling pa- you. Yeah, you got to tell me. So no. don't shoot me. No. <laughs> All right. Every man for himself, Delvin. <laughs> Get your own fucking beans. <laughs> All right. First question, which I've been wondering for a long time. Okay. Where and how did you come up with the name Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks? Okay, so I, I was immature uh, okay. it was a long time ago. And I hate the name. I wish it wasn't the name. Uh, but it always has been the name. And at this point, why change it? Uh, I did not come up with the name. My co-host came up with the name. And it had something to do with uh sonic the hedgehog putting something in uh what's the villain from sonic the hedgehog's name dr robotnik it was a reddit post where somebody made a comic strip where i think sonic the hedgehog inserted a wheelbarrow full of dicks into dr robotnik's asshole and delvin i'll tell you it took us like three or four years to become the top Google search. That Reddit post beat us <laughs> for years. And it frustrated the fuck out of me because, like, you know, we were trying really hard, but we could not beat a comic strip uh, of Sonic the Hedgehog putting something in Dr. Robotnik's asshole. Um, we did overtake it now, though. I think they're like on the third or fourth page now. So you guys thought it was a good idea to name your podcast after a Reddit post. No, yeah, no, I didn't think it was a good idea. No, <laughs> I didn't have a better idea though. Uh, 
No, it was never a good idea. Don't get me wrong. Like we knew right away it was a bad idea. We also didn't think that like we'd still be doing it. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to I'm trying to get to. Like, it's fascinating because you. Can, I love your show. Thank you. I like that. The first half of it is kind of fun commentary with friends talking, right. making fun of Joe Biden falling off a bike. I like that. That's funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> funny. Well, look, I mean, it, it's it, funny. If anybody falls off a bike, it's funny. Yes, it's true. If anybody falls off a bike, it's funny. Yeah. If, if the president falls off the bike, it's even more funny. <laughs> right. You remember when Chevy Chase, what was he? Was he doing Gerald Ford? I think he, he was. He fell off everything. Like he fell yeah. into a Christmas tree. He fell off everything. Yes. I don't even think Gerald Ford fell down. I don't know where they even came up with the, that was the idea. But it was like Chevy Chase does Gerald Ford and falls. That's his whole character. <laughs> yeah. I, I I feel like people falling is funny. <laughs> nothing nothing right. can take away from that. It's, it's just a human reaction to laugh funny and stuff thing. like that. Yeah. So I like the first half of your podcast is kind of you guys kicking the shit, talk about, talking about fun stories and things like that and friendship. I like that aspect of it. And then the second half is kind of almost like an interview. And it's a really, it's usually a really good interview. Yeah. If, if we get some, and we, we, uh, we vary it. We have just lots of different kinds of people. We, we don't, uh, really stick to anything. I'm mean, like, we've had, uh, we had like a FDA guy a couple months ago and it's, it's weird because some of these, like we, we get offers for people and like I bounce them off Travis and uh, like just if if somebody has something that I'm somewhat interested in, then we we book them. I mean, we had a pet psychic on twice. That's interesting. She was fascinating as fuck. Like, I mean, I I I think she's completely full of shit, Delvin. But it was interesting. Yeah, uh, that's 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 interesting to say the least. Right, and we sh- and we shoot for fifteen minutes with a guest, so even if they're not interesting, then you know, just boot them off, boot them off, and get back to talking about poop or whatever. Yeah, I, I found the episode y'all did recently with the uh, guy who was in the movie Raw Deal. Oh hit- yeah, <laughs> and got hit by a car. Right, that was fascinating. Yeah, he uh, he was he was a uh, an extra for one day, dressed up as a transvestite. Yes, uh, and then. He's pulling out of the parking lot from the bar they were shooting in. Gets sideswiped, paralyzed for the rest of his life. So crazy how how life works out in terms of like when I heard this, I was I was I was I was enthralled. Like, right? He's probably like, hi. He's in a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> right? It's a big deal for him, I would imagine. I mean, that's really cool. Yeah, it's like, like right after uh, right after Commando. Yeah. I think he was just about to do Predator, so like it, it, it's it's a movie star, big movie star, big time movie, right? And and the first day, yep, you get hit by a car and it just changes your life completely. That's just, just crazy. To think it's about. crazy to think about, yeah. And I I think that you know we we don't. I mean, I don't even think about driving anymore and how big a deal it really is you know that you're pushing around a big heavy piece of metal that could kill people fairly easy you're fucking changing radio stations and taking phone calls and uh, i I mean like any second you know yeah we live in miami for a couple years you'll realize that nobody here knows how to drive (laughs) so you think about a lot more often (laughs) I'll tell you what, I've never been more scared in my life than the couple of days that we were in Atlanta, driving around in Atlanta. Those people drive like psychopaths. I mean, like everybody's weaving in and out. I I thought I was going to die every day. It's like, I don't want to go sightsee today. I just want to stay at the hotel because (laughs) it's scary. Yeah. Atlanta's weird like that. They have that. Those big roads and people just drive how they want to drive. Oh, sure. So. You came up with this podcast name. How did you guys meet? Because it's you, Travis, and Drunk. I can't remember his name. Drunk is his name. Yeah. That, shoot, that's his name? Yeah. No, I mean, his name is Ryan, but, I mean, I he doesn't answer to Ryan. Uh, He's just the Drunk, yeah. I, I, thought I, I, thought I, I thought I was tripping when I heard that. 
Yeah, no, that's not a stage name. That's it's because I mean, if you've ever seen him, he looks drunk, and that's why people call him drunk. Um, but he's not drunk most of the time, I don't think. I mean, like he's usually coming from work, and if I offer him a beer, he doesn't take it. But he, he just, he, I think it's his eyes. His eyes always look mostly closed. Sometimes I think he's asleep, but he's not. Uh, so he should have the name Sleepy. Sleepy would be more accurate. Yeah. Uh, ah. So how did no, you guys get together to start a podcast? Well, uh, Drunk was somebody else's friend, one of the other co-hosts, and uh, he stopped coming over and Drunk kept coming over. So uh, Drunk is my friend now. Drunk was not my friend when he started doing the show. And Travis came from a different podcast, and I just liked him. And uh, uh, we, we, start, we started doing the show with him. And re- really, the, the show changed a lot when travis came aboard because uh we we started doing way more and uh but yeah he he lives in wisconsin so we do it remotely uh drunk is in here with me okay um and uh, yeah like you know over over time me and drunk are really the only ones that have been here the whole time travis has been on the show since uh 2014 i think okay so let me ask this, because you mentioned something I thought was interesting. How do you have somebody just come into your house that you didn't like, and they just become a co-host on your podcast? He's an interesting guy. Uh, he is. I will yeah. say that. And, and I, I knew him. Um, I mean, he was a friend of a friend for a really long time. I've known Drunk a really long time. But I mean, like, I've only hung out with Drunk in a not doing this show setting, I think once we had dinner. Uh, but yeah, no, like me and Drunk's relationship is pretty much just this. Uh, he comes over once a week and sits here and we do the show and uh, then I don't see him for a week. We don't talk. And then he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to you way more than I talk to my co-host, Elvin. That I talk crazy. I talk to you on Twitter all the time. I never talk to drunk until he's sitting next to me here. That is wild. The thing. <laughs> like he just comes in. Right. Sits down. Like, I guess we record. He he comes in and he sits down. Um, he usually asks me for a soda. I, I go get him a soda. And then he looks at me half interested why I while I tell him all the things I thought of this week. Uh, but he, he likes Jurassic World, so. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, he likes uh, Jurassic World, and I think he likes NASCAR. <laughs> he he gambles a lot. His gambling is getting out of hand, I think. Uh, but I'm I'm not really in a position to tell him that. Uh, maybe yeah, he'll you don't talk to him. <laughs> you only talk yeah, to him I, when it's time to record a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, he goes uh he goes over the bridge in Illinois to gamble like multiple times a week. I'm beginning to worry about him because uh, you know, he he just he he gambles so much. I guess he's doing okay with the I would game. hope so. Yeah. I'm not I, a gambler. I'm not either at all. I'd love to win at gambling, but that's the problem is you might not. Yeah. I've gone to places where you have to bet things. Lost five dollars. Say fuck this. I'm not doing this anymore. Right. You bet the five dollars, and then if you lose, then you don't have that five dollars anymore. Dan. Yeah. That's my problem. Then I get uh, mad at not having the five dollars. Damn it! I should have did that. Right. Yeah. No yeah. I mean, even if even if you think it's a sure thing, you might lose, and then like you have less money. Yeah, that's always the problem for me. That's why why we can't get ahead, though, Delvin. You got to take big risks. You got to take big swings, you know. Yeah, I'm not doing that at all. <laughs> all right, let me ask you this. You guys come up with a wheelbarrow full of dicks. You guys get an interesting guess. Your podcast is actually a radio show. How did that happen? Uh, we started doing the show live very early. We were on in We're we're a podcast uh you know we can we can be hoity-toity and oh we're not a podcast i mean we're a podcast uh we started doing the show live radio show sounds cooler it does yeah Uh, internet radio show sounds cool (laughs) uh there was an internet radio station 
uh, called Radio Fubar. We started doing it uh, live in 2013. And the, uh, the reason was, I thought that if we had a time, you know, like, oh, well, this is our scheduled time, then we do it. And if we didn't, you know, like if we had to do the, oh, well, when are we recording this week thing every week, we wouldn't. Um, and that's true. It's absolutely true that if we could put it off, we would, because I know that we've tried to schedule things here and there and we always put it off. But we do know at eight o'clock on such and such day, this is the time we're doing the show live. And that's just how we've always done it and kept on track is having a specific time to do it. So um, when that station ended, uh, the guy didn't want to pay for it anymore. We started our own kept the time slot thing for years and years and years and years. And now we're doing it on YouTube and Twitch. And we just, we keep the same regiment of having like a set time. I have a question about that. Okay. Not to get too much of your financials or anything like that. Not Is that an expensive endeavor to intake? Like a radio, internet station, radio, internet radio station and things like that. It can be if you want it to be. Like a, yeah. the, the guy who was doing it before was paying for uh, music licensing and stuff. And like, if you want to spend the money on music licensing and doing all that, you can spend a shitload of money on it. Or if you just want to say, we're not going to do that and just say, well, we're a talk station that does talk shit. It's cheap as fuck. It's probably 15, 20 bucks a month. Ah, okay. It seems like the music licensing thing might cost a lot of money. It is. It's a lot. It's it's crazy. Uh, and I'm still in some of those Facebook groups where people are talking about it. And it just it keeps going up and up and up. I would just be like, hey, you yeah. indie artist. I want to put your music on here. Be my guest. Right, right. There ain't no way I'm paying, paying these artists for these. Oh, yeah. No, we we got the cost of it way down uh, to where uh, I, like we were even bitching about uh, like we had like one. Of, I don't remember which one it was, but you know, like one of those things that you build a website, it, 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 like Squarespace, but it wasn't Squarespace. Yeah. It was like $40 a year. And like people were bitching about it. Like, Ooh, do we have to pay this $40 a year? It's like, shut up guys. Yeah. Like, I think it's like WordPress or something like that. Probably yeah, like five of you send me $5 and we'll work it out, you know? It, but yeah, no, that's, that's what it got to. And then, so, but yeah, I, I, we got to a point where we didn't want to do it. Uh, the radio part of it anymore. And so then we just switched to YouTube because that kind of seemed to be what people were doing. Yeah, I, that makes sense. I hate it, by the way. I hate doing video. Um, yeah, video could be a pain in the ass. Right. Don't like it. But, you know. It's necessary. It's a necessary evil. Sure. Because people like to see your faces and stuff like that. like to see you talk and communicate. I mean, can you really blame them? <laughs> Good point. Good point. Let, let me ask this. Okay. What is the concept of your podcast and how did it develop and change over the years? Because you've been doing it for a minute and you mentioned uh, the format kind of changed a little bit as you change hosts. Ooh, uh, see, that's a hard one to pin down because we don't really have a concept. And I think that's probably our fatal flaw. Like we don't have like a topic. We're not we're not anything. Uh, it feels to, to me, it feels like it's fueled by spite. Okay, that's a good one. I'm going to say it feels like the morning drive shows I used to listen to that were good. Like, not the bullshit, oh, we have the wacky right, idiot. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. We do some current events. We do some uh, personal stories. We do interviews. Um, yeah, like we, the, have, we have bits and parody songs. See, that's that's what I grew up with. Like, you know, Howard Stern and morning radio stuff yeah so that's, that's what it feels like the good morning radio i'll say that right yeah that's that's what we're going for not Whether opie better not <laughs> i listened to opie and anthony for a while uh they were at a i i listened to howard stern religiously like uh, i i used to steal it off the internet to get the parts that i missed listening to it on the radio i, I used to work at a pizza hut like when i was in college and high oh. school and, and I, I'd listen to it in the morning while I was in there making the dough. And then I'd go home 
and I'd steal it off the internet in the early days of the internet when you could just get on a website and steal stuff. Uh, redskunk.org was the website. I don't think it's still a thing anymore. Probably not. Um, I, I ha- have them all on a uh, burnt CDs downstairs. I probably have uh, 10 years of probably more than 10 years of Howard Stern files uh, burnt on CDs uh, out in my garage. If, if, if you need like a Howard Stern from 1999, I think I have the whole year, Delvin, but uh, interesting that, fact. Yeah. I've never listened to an episode of a Howard Stern show. But I have watched several. Oh, like on E? Uh, uh, it might even been before E. It's not a good time to pick it up, uh, Delvin. I wouldn't recommend it. it. It's gotten really bad. I can imagine. I, th- I feel like he's one of those people who probably regressed because it comes in with times. He's old funny done. Yeah. I, I can see that being a thing. Yeah. Because he, he, even when he was being a shock jock, he kind of had that in him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like him being a shock jock wasn't who he really was. <laughs> and you could tell that. Right. It was just what would make him money. Yeah. This feels more like who he really is. <laughs> and I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> but yeah, I remember I, was I in college when that was happening? I think it was on it was on E. It was on a couple of networks. It was the one way you could watch the show uncensored. I remember. Yeah. I used to catch it like that. I don't know. It might have been late at night or something like that, but I used to always watch it like that. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was always great. It, you know, I, 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 he had like naked ladies on the radio, and I was like, oh, cool. I can listen to a naked lady. That doesn't yeah. help. That was the thing. <laughs> and then celebrities would come on there. And that's how I know it's so different than it was back then. Celebrities would go on that show and just say the wildest shit. Yeah. And they don't do that now. Oh. Well, it's, it's the same couple now. It's uh, or, or like, you know, one, one that he hasn't gotten yet, but now he can because, you know, he, he's an old fuddy. He's not even there, Delvin. They, they have in-studio guests. And I think, like, he's living in Florida and like they pipe him in on a video screen and like they have the whole studio there and they have people in the studio and they try to make it look like he's there, but he's not, he's still like, that's in. crazy. Yeah. But that, that, I guess that shows kind of like the effort and work he's put in. He's sure. done it so long that he can just like, fuck it. I'm just going to fold it in. Right. And like, yeah, we just want Howard Stern here. So we don't give a shit yeah. if you fold it in or not. We'll just pay you a whole lot of money to do it from your house. Okay. Let me, let me ask you this question, since I think this is kind of similar similar things. Do you think Joe Rogan is this generation's Howard Stern? Uh, I don't think that... There are similarities. You mean just like in popularity? I don't think that he's like a shock jock. He's I don't not a shock that... jock, but he, he does stir up controversy with some of the things he says, and he is kind of like a... I don't think that he's doing it on purpose. Though. I don't like, think I don't he is think, either, to be clear. I don't think that he's like poking people and prodding people on purpose. I think he's just being himself. He's but because thinking. he's being himself, yeah. he gets the controversy and the people railing against him, much like Stern did in his prime. Yeah, but I, I, I think that, you know, Howard Stern was saying things he didn't even necessarily mean just. Correct. I mean, like, you know, he he would have like the guy from the Ku Klux Klan in and interview him. He didn't interview him because like he gave a shit what the guy said. He did it because he thought people would think it was interesting. Yes. And, and I think that Joe Rogan has people on his show that he disagrees with. I think that he has people on his show that he does agree with. And I think that like uh, I, I think that he has so many listeners that people are like worried about his influence right that's but, all it's about really i mean who gives a shit i mean like if he was us you know and he had x amount of listeners and he was saying things he says who would give a shit but because he has so many listeners then everything he says is uh and like the people who are worried about it aren't even the people that listen to him yeah so. they're not it's, it's the problem is that joe rogan has become the face 
of angry America. A, a certain a certain type of America. But he doesn't seem like an angry guy. Yeah, he doesn't. I think yeah. I think a lot of that stuff gets put on him because of the way he says things and sometimes how he puts things. They don't it kind of almost feels like they don't see the whole picture what he says. Yeah. I, I'm I I'm not like a avid Joe Rogan fan, right? Oh, I'm not either. I don't like Joe Rogan. I'm not a fan of, I don't think, I don't he think it's entertaining. on that I'm interested in, I'll, I rarely get through them because they're so fucking long. But like, if he has somebody on that I'm somewhat interested in, or if like, you know, they're one of the Twitter things is happening where they're saying, oh my God, you won't believe what this guy said. Then I'll, I'll check it. I mean, I, I don't not listen to him. But I, I, I understand the appeal of him. Yeah. I just don't find, I think, people could not be for saying this. I think with his interviews, he is the least interested person in his interviews. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. Yeah. But I think that's fine. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, when he has people like, like, I think because of who he is, he gets access to great people like Undertaker. Undertaker yeah. wasn't doing interviews before he went on Joe Rogan. Right. <laughs> he wasn't going on there like, hey, let me just go on our city or hall and shit like that. Undertaker. Wasn't it really weird when Undertaker started doing interviews? Yeah, it's super weird. I was watching all of them, too. Like, every interview Undertaker started doing. I watched that fucking documentary he made. It was like, isn't it weird that Undertaker's been around all this time and we're just now hearing what he thinks about mm-hmm. stuff? Yeah, we would never hear him talk about anything for decades. Honestly, seems like a lovely guy. Yeah, it's so weird that he... I, I gotta give him props for that because he didn't break character. Until he retired. That's freaking cool. I thought he lived in coffins. I, I had yeah. no idea. Like he, he, he would not break character. He would not you would not see interviews from the Undertaker talk about stuff that oh wrestling's fake. No, he wouldn't do that. No. Until he retired. And like, all right, I, I guess I can do interviews now about wrestling in my career. Like John Zena was always out there while he was wrestling, when he stopped wrestling, doing interviews, man of the people. It makes Why sense for the be- Twitter account with just like a fortune cookie stuff. Why doesn't he ever say anything real? I don't think he runs his Twitter account anymore. I, it, it annoys me every time I see one of his things. I'm like, what are you doing, John Cena? I 100% don't think he runs his Twitter account anymore. And I can tell you why I think that. At one point in time, he for a good while, John Cena wasn't following anybody. He may have followed like 100 people, if that. Then all of a sudden, John Zeta started following everybody. <laughs> Obama does the same thing. Obama follows like all kinds of shitheads. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that leads me to believe that he, they don't run their accounts. Somebody else is running their accounts for them. Yeah. No, a, uh, a uh, day calendar for chicken soup for the soul runs John Cena's Twitter. <laughs> yes. And you, and you can tell when John Zeta is actually saying something from his account. Because he'll start giving details out that you wouldn't expect him to give out. Like, he wouldn't say, like, some dumbass Chinese proverb. He'll say something like, hey, The Rock, I remember this one moment like this, this, and that. Like, oh, that's that's actually John Cena talking. Hey, it's John Cena. <laughs> and then he goes back to some strange yeah. proverb. What is he talking about? One in the hand is two in the bush. <laughs> cool, John Cena, thanks. When I get that rich, I'm, I'm going to have somebody run my Twitter account. <laughs> Just go out here and say some dumbass proverbs. I think if you get that rich, just don't have a Twitter account. Just you don't need it anymore. I feel like people I, would I miss Twitter, or just have like a like a crazy burner where you, you say like Kevin Durant. Yeah, just say insane shit, and then that's just a good idea. Getting arguments with weird people for for sport. That's and a good idea. Up. And then go swim in your gold coins like Scrooge McDuck. That would be great. Just <laughs> getting a Twitter beef yeah. with random people and just swim, swim their money. That's what Elon Musk definitely does. Just have a special phone in your in your bathroom for when you're shitting. <laughs> going to shit and do some Twitter. And I'm going to go back to being rich. Yeah, that, that sounds dope. Let, let me ask you this. Well, I don't want. I don't want to. I'm gonna change my question. I'm gonna ask you about your name, okay? And the things that the pain, the pain your name may have caused you growing up. Well, it wasn't growing up. 
I guess I was probably, you know, what was bowling for Columbine? Was that 2001? Was it 2001? Okay. For those who don't know, should I even say your name? Is it okay to say it? Michael Moore. Yeah. I, yeah. I have the same name as the director guy. Yes. I think that was 2001, wasn't it? Sounds like it could be. I'm going to look it up real quick while we're talking. But that movie became a big thing. Yeah. And I'm quite sure with your name, that became kind of rough. it's not that it's rough. It's just that, you know, and you know, I'm, I'm going gray Delvin. I just turned 40 a couple days ago. Uh, Oh yeah. I told you happy birthday. Well, I'll tell you on the show again. Happy birthday. Thanks. Delvin. I I, I don't get carded very often anymore. And so it doesn't come up as much. Ah, gotcha. 2002, by the way, 2002. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, but no, like when I was getting carded and stuff, you know, if I went to, uh, the, the, casino to play the penny slots or something like that you know then people would make their comments or or like you know when i first started at my job uh you know my boss thought it was cute to start calling me fahrenheit oh god hey fahrenheit i would i would have beat the shot your boss (laughs) just throttle him (laughs) but no i mean like you know i uh it's it's everybody thinks it's it's the first time i've heard it and then i i think probably when they see the look on my face, they realize it's not. Yes. I, I asked this because a couple, it had to be a couple months ago now. When the Will Smith thing happened, when he slapped the shot of Chris Rock. Yeah. People don't realize Will Smith doesn't have a, his Twitter isn't Will Smith. Oh, there is a Will Smith that isn't Will Smith? Yes. Who's like, who's like a video game designer. Probably doesn't like that. Yeah, yes. got- so <laughs> when that slap happened, people started sending that Will Smith, who's a bald-headed white man, yeah. death threats, cussing about, trying to get him kept. Like he, he keeps saying, "I'm not that Will Smith." <laughs> Why even bother? Yeah. Yeah. You know, at the same time, I mean, I get it that okay, you got the name first, but. If you share the name with like one of the most famous people in the world, might want to change it. Yeah, just be something else. Yeah, change your Twitter name to something else. Yeah, I, I would like sell your Twitter name to Will Smith and change yours to something else. Because I, I would imagine Will Smith probably wants at Will Smith. Yeah, I would think so. He'd probably sell it. Yeah, he'd probably get a good amount of money for it. It seems weird that he didn't. Yeah, but, you know what, Delvin? He deserves it. Everything he got. He deserved because <laughs> he had should've an opportunity sold. to get out. He should have known better. Yeah, I would have sold mine. Yeah, I mean, like all the people congratulating him on Independence Day or something, he should have sold it then. Yeah, I would have. Like, yeah. In a this, heartbeat. This somebody, is going to keep happening. Somebody calls me right now saying, hey, I want devil underscore Cox. Give me the goddamn money. I don't want sure. change mine in a heartbeat. <laughs> I mean, like, if it's any amount of money, you can just be Delvin Cox one, and that's fine. yeah. It was fifty dollars. I'll change it. Sure, uh, extra fifty dollars for a name I don't give a shit about. <laughs> like, can change the name in a heartbeat. I can make another Twitter name. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can make another one for free. It's yeah, not a big deal. Fifty bucks is fifty bucks. Take the money. Not yeah, ten times out of ten, take the money. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the wood floors of Dallas, they have at WFOD, and I did offer them uh, 20 bucks. They do? They wouldn't take it. Or, or they, they said they would take it and that I should DM them. And then I DM'd them and never never heard from back. From Come on. They really? don't even use it. At WFOD, it, it, the only people who at WFOD are talking to me and just fucked up. But they just have it, and they're fine with having it. That's annoying. I, th- I think the person who has Delvin Cox, I don't think he's using his account either. I should, yeah, offer him like ten bucks for it. Like, give me a, give me a. I I offered him twenty bucks. They said deal. DM me, and then I did, and that was it. It was a trick, and then I realized, what do I want it for? Yeah, you don't need it. I don't need it. Let me ask you this: because you get a lot of good guests. How do you get these good guests, especially after they hear your name? <laughs> Not your name in particular, but the name of the podcast. They don't hear the name of the podcast. Um, 
that's that's part of it. Uh, no, it, they uh, a lot of times it, I, I kind of equate it to uh, baseball cards. So if you have two okay baseball cards, you can trade your two okay baseball cards for like a better baseball card. So like our, our email has a list of people that we've interviewed. And uh, so like when people look at the list, this sounds douchey, but I, I'm just, I'm answering your question. Um, so like if, if I tell you, Hey, we interviewed someone who is about equally as famous as you. That's a good idea. Actually. That's, then, a, that's like, like a great that, idea. And then you say, oh, well, I mean, if they talk to this person, I'm about as famous as that person. So like, I don't have to do a lot of research or anything like it's, it's probably fine. And, and that actually has worked really well. Cause I mean, like we've been sending the emails now for, I mean, like the emails, the same fucking template email I send every time I change the pronouns and that I change it to Mr. Whatever, instead of Mr. Whatever. And I hit send. I mean, and you know, not going to lie. That's kind of brilliant. That's kind of smart. We get a lot of no's, but, and, and like, honestly, a lot of the people now, like we're just on people's lists. I mean, like I don't really approach nearly as many people as like we just get sent and i mean like for every stupid fucking cryptocurrency expert we get or or uh like spiritual healing professor who wrote a book about this that or another thing that i just delete every now and then we get something cool that is interesting and uh you know then we reply like we like uh like so, somebody sends us a list like once a week with like 15 people on it and 14 of them always suck, but then they're like, Hey, do you want to interview Ashanti? Like, sure. Yeah. I'll talk to Ashanti. And then yeah. for every one of those that I reply to, uh, you know, one in three says, yes, <laughs> Ashanti did not reply. Uh, Delvin. I don't think we're going to be talking to Ashanti. That's disappointing. Yeah. That's the one I will, I want to be live in studio for. I would, yeah. I would drive to your house for my, Delvin, if, if I ever hear back from Ashanti, I'll let you know. Yeah, I, I, I would be there for that one. <laughs> right. And then the next week, we got the list again, and Ashanti was on the list a second time. And I was like, I guess Ashanti didn't get what she wanted because she's back asking again. Uh, she wrote a book about uh, about having a weird name, like a kid's book. Ah, okay. Yeah. She has a good name. I like her name. Ashanti? That's a good name. Probably more Ashantis after Ashanti was Ashanti. I'm right? quite sure there's a bunch. That's like when, when, when uh, I'm getting a little bit of black culture. When that one black girl got named Mercedes, did everybody start naming their child Mercedes and Lexus and stuff like that? No, that's that's why I name dropped Delvin. I, I'm trying to uh, appeal to uh, appeal to you with cool. <laughs> good, good job. Good job. <laughs> that's you know the the the, the key to my heart. Beautiful yeah. black women. <laughs> Just start name dropping fine black women. Right. <laughs> That's how you get me every time. Bonus points if she has multiple songs with Ja Rule. Yeah. <laughs> she was on quite a tear there for a while. Yeah. Her and Ja Rule was on a quite a tear. Yeah. They were better together. They, they yeah. really just go on tour together. And... I think they did they do that recently? They should. I think they did do something recently together. Might have been a tour or something like that. Man, this has been fun talking to you, bro. Thanks, man. It's fun. I talking. appreciate you. Yeah, we, we should uh, we should do it again someday. You should come back on uh, on my show again sometime soon. I'm down to do that. Yeah, go hang out with Drunk <laughs> Travis. I, I I can't believe that that's what y'all call him. Just Drunk. Hey, Drunk. I didn't come up with it. Like he came to me named drunk. That's all I've ever known. Of that. That's so wild. Like I knew him as drunk for many years before I even thought to ask him what his real name was. That is crazy. It is Ryan. Ryan. He's just, he's just fine with it. Like, yeah, my name's drunk. Yeah. Uh, that's just, yeah. 
it, it, it's kind of weird. And, and like you'd think the guy was named Drunk, he'd be like a major alcoholic, and he's not really. He's yeah, that's what's fascinating. Yeah. He's going to ask for soda. He really should be named Stoner because he, he's a bit of a pothead. Okay, that makes more sense. But we don't call him Stoner. We call him Drunk. He, yeah. he, he made it ask for a name change. Doesn't it doesn't really make any sense? Nothing. Stoner works works a little better. Like nobody's nobody's mad at a stoner. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's tripping at the stoner. Stoner like whatever. Drunk is a little different. <laughs> oh, this has been a great time, Mike. Man, let them know where to find your podcast at. Uh, WFODshow.com. Uh, you can look on all the. We're back on Spotify. We were off Spotify for a long time. I pulled the trigger, Delvin. We're back on. So we'll see how that goes. See if we get kicked off again. So uh, just search for WFOD on all your podcast things. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, man. No problem, brother. It's been a great time, man. I, I enjoyed having you on. And as always, Delvin Cox Spirits, we are out. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Delvin Cox Experience. If you like more content, go on patreon.com slash Delvin Cox Experience. There, there is more exclusive podcasts, including I'm the Podcaster, He's the DJ, that is the hip-hop podcast I do with Mr. Tim Hines, as well as the Boondocks, which is a Boondocks review show I do with my son Delvin Jr. With that being said, I want to give a special shout-out to Patreon producers, Shirley Walker, Ghost Rider UK, and Mikey Famine. Thank you. God bless.